One of the great ironies of getting faster at running long distances is that you need to run slow most of the time. Running at a conversational pace is the ideal way to become an endurance machine. The vast majority of your running or around 80% of your weekly mileage should be spent purposefully jogging. Yep, it's boring, but it's true. Consistent, easy running is most of what it takes to get really good at running overall. But if you truly want to get to the next level with your running, just jogging all the time isn't going to cut it. You've got to add the right dose of speed and learn to master interval training. Welcome to The Planted Runner. I'm Coach Claire Bartholik, and my mission is to help you improve your running, your mindset, and your life with science-backed training and plant-based nutrition. Today, you'll learn how to get started with speed work, where people often make speed training mistakes, and I'll share my six best tips to make your interval training more successful and less stressful. Before we get into it, a quick reminder that early bird pricing for my Asheville running retreat is about to end. If you've been on the fence about signing up for this amazing four-day experience, now's the time to take action. Here are the details. September 14th through 17th, 2023, we'll stay in luxury cabins right on the French Broad River where we can run right out the door. You'll get run coaching, strength training classes, guest lectures, and more. And of course, it will feature amazing plant-based food and a little nightlife as well. I've led many of these retreats over the years, and I'm so excited to be hosting this one in my backyard. Early bird pricing is only until March 1st, 2023, so sign up today at theplantedrunner.com slash retreat. Whether you are brand new to speed work or you've been zooming around the track for years, there's a few fundamentals that are important to learn or maybe relearn. Where I start with every athlete every single week is strides. Strides are 20 to 30 seconds of fast, but not all out running at the end of an easy run. Four or five strides with a full two minute standing rest in between each one are an amazingly powerful tool for every runner. I've done complete episodes all about strides before and I describe them in more detail in my book if you want to learn more about them. In fact, I cover all kinds of ways to incorporate speed into your schedule in the book from tempos to fartleks to hill repeats and more. But right now, I'd like to get into what most people think of when we talk about speed work, and that's interval training. Interval training is where you alternate short periods of high-intensity effort with less intense recovery periods. In other words, you break up bits of hard, fast running with slow running. This allows you to spend more time running at high speed because you get enough time to recover so you can do it again. Obviously, you can run one lap around a track at a much faster pace than you could run four or five or 10 laps in a row. 
But when you add some jogging or walking breaks, you can run a much longer distance at high speed than you could all at once. That means your body learns to run at a faster pace and over time, that means you'll run faster overall. Studies have shown that much greater training effects can be achieved with interval running than with the same period of training time of moderate or medium intensity running, but a little goes a long way. Intense intervals improve your aerobic and your anaerobic endurance, increase your VO2 max, and improve your running performance. And because interval training is such a high stimulus for your muscles, it will take a lot of energy to repair and build muscle tissue after you stop running and start to recover. This effect, where you're burning additional calories as you rest and recover, is known as the afterburn, and it can be very helpful if you are trying to lose weight. But there are a lot of ways runners get intervals wrong. And it's all about the three main components of training, intensity, distance, and frequency. In other words, many runners, especially the ones that are new and excited, run intervals too hard, too long, or too often. So let's break that down. If you are just starting out with intervals and you have a new training plan, it can be pretty daunting to attempt a workout that says, run 10 by 400 meter repeats at your 5K pace. What in the world does that mean? Well, it doesn't mean run as hard as possible around the track and try not to die by the third one. <laughs> your speed work should be challenging but doable. Choose a pace for your intervals that you can maintain so you can still run the last interval at the same speed as the first one. In other words, don't sprint. This will take some trial and error at first, but with a little practice, you will learn what this feels like. When you're done, you should feel like you could do another couple of intervals at the same pace without dying, but it should be hard enough that you really wouldn't want to do much more. In the beginning, once a week is enough to get you accustomed to interval training. As you become a more experienced runner, you might be able to add a second day a week if you're recovering well in between the sessions and feel like your fitness needs the extra stimulation. One very important thing to remember is that even splits are better than fast splits. I'm gonna say that again, because it really is the secret. Even splits that you can maintain the entire workout are better than starting out super fast and being forced to slow down. In case you're new to the lingo, a split is the time it took you to run one interval. Even experienced runners can have trouble getting perfectly even splits. So how do you do it? And why are even splits so important anyway? Well, the reason we want to see even splits is because it shows control. Speed is great, but if you can't control it, you can't race well, and you'll end up a heaping sweaty mess on the side of the road. Developing patience and control of your speed will teach you how to master it. I'm going to go over six tips to help you even out your splits, and with a little practice, you'll learn to get them right every time. 
But first, did you know that I'm giving away a signed copy of my book every month this year? It's called The Planted Runner, Running Your Best with Plant-Based Nutrition, and it's available now wherever books are sold. But to enter the contest to win one for free, just write a five-star review of the podcast on Apple Podcasts. I read every single one, and I will randomly choose a winner at the end of the month for each month of this year. Women's Running Stories, where we explore the intersection between running and life. Because every woman who is committed to a running journey has a story to tell, and this is where you'll find those stories. I am host and producer Sheree Louise Turner. I'm a 53-year-old runner, and together with original music by musician and runner Cormac O'Regan, we bring these inspirational stories to life. Please join us to fuel your adventures. Now here are my six tips for more successful speed sessions. Number one, realize that everything will get harder as the effort goes on, so you've got to purposely sandbag the first few intervals. In other words, your first intervals should not feel very hard because your last few definitely will at that same pace. If you go out too fast, you will pay for it in the end. It is far better to choose to go slow at the beginning than be forced to slow down at the end. Number two, the middle intervals are often the most mentally challenging. This is what I like to call the tunnel effect. You are just as far in as you are out and things are getting real. You've started to tire at this point and you still have a long way to go. Knowing ahead of time that most people tend to fade in the middle can be just enough motivation to hang in there. Number three, wear a watch and use it, but know its limitations. So many of the newer runners I coach are either entirely dependent on their brand new GPS watches or they've heard about how much better it is to run by feel and they don't look at their watches at all. Both types then wonder why their splits are all over the map. First of all, GPS has a terrible time being accurate at the track, and it has issues with short distances. The best way to time your intervals is to find somewhere to run, which is a measured distance, using your watch as a simple timer. A track is best, of course, but any flat route that you know the distance of works great, too. Learn how to use your lap button, which is typically the back button on Garmin watches, and click it before and after each interval. Since you're going to use the time elapsed instead of GPS pace, you'll need to figure out what you need to hit in time rather than pace. For example, if you're trying to run your 400s in 8 minutes per mile pace, that works out to be just under 2 minutes per lap. For a 400, which is once around the track, I like to check my watch at the 100 meter mark, then halfway at 200 meters, then click the lap button as I cross the lap line. That way I can see right away if I'm on pace, and I can also see if I need to speed up or slow down for the second half. Another way to look at it is that each interval is just like a whole session in miniature. The first 100 should feel relatively easy, the effort builds in the middle, and the last 100 is high effort, but the end is in sight. Number four. As you run each interval, notice all the little details. Feel the wind on your face. Notice your breathing patterns. Feel how high your heel comes up behind you. 
Think about how you're moving your arms to reach a certain speed. Everyone runs a little differently and learning what your body does at different speeds will teach you what your pace is if you practice it often enough. Number five, find a rhythm. As you learn to notice your breathing patterns, you can also begin to find your rhythm at different paces. Some people actually count in their head, their steps, or their breathing patterns, or both. If you learn the rhythm of your stride, each step will have the same length and frequency as the last. This is how experienced runners hit their splits on the nose over and over again. Again, it's only possible to do this if your pace is such that your effort feels relatively easy from the beginning. If you're dying after the first interval, you will not be able to hold that intensity the entire workout, so be sure to allow the effort to build up. Number six, find a group. If you can, find a group in your town that runs track once a week. This is the absolute best way to learn. Many towns attract runners of all speeds, ages, and abilities, so you are likely to find somebody who will be at your level. Running with other people also lowers the perception of effort, so you can run harder with less effort. And my last piece of advice on speed days is just do your best and let go of the stress. All running makes you a better and faster runner. If you miss your splits, fade at the end, need a water break in the middle, or have to stop early to get to work, it's all okay. You're still out there getting in some good work, and you will be better and faster because of it. And now it's time for the Mental Strength Minute. Fortify your mind in 60 seconds or less. This one is called, What You Permit, You Promote. Speed work, drills, and weights are all done in reps, and they should be done mindfully and with intention, or you risk internalizing bad habits. When you are running speed work, performing running drills, or lifting weights, it's easy to focus on how hard it is, get lazy with your form, or even check out completely. With the repetition of a behavior, good or bad, you will eventually be able to perform it without thinking at all, which is why you only want to reinforce great reps. Pay attention to your form with each interval, running drill, and weight you lift. Yes, it's more challenging this way, but it's far more effective. Thank you for listening to The Planted Runner or watching it on YouTube. Don't forget that you can win a copy of my book by leaving an Apple podcast review. So be sure to write yours today right after your run. Reviews are the number one way to boost this show's reach. And it's a great way to tell me what you'd like to hear next episode because I read every single one. Have a great run today. Hear Her Sports is a podcast for everyone who loves stories by and about women striving to improve and make a difference in their lives. I am your host, Elizabeth Emery, a former professional cyclist. In every episode, I introduce a female athlete or woman in the business of sport through a thoughtful conversation about who they are and the terrific work they're doing. My guests and I explore the glorious and frustrating issues in sports, history, equity, training, nutrition, and so much more. Join us for inspiration, for community, and for love of being a strong athletic woman.